Welcome to In Between. I just went to Connor Place with a few friends and we had a good dinner and we were talking a lot and uh, I just said goodbye to them and uh, yeah, saying goodbye and uh, knowing that I'll probably not get to see them again in my visit this time is it's always strange because you're not really realizing what's happening in that moment like on the one hand it slowly starts to dawn on you then you're like onto you that you're like slowly leaving the country again and you don't know when you're coming back and all of that but on the other hand it's also in that moment of saying goodbye you don't really realize that this is going to be the last goodbye and good night for like uh yeah a couple of months and uh yeah that just happened and i'm now in the rickshaw on my way home and uh, I really like driving at night in the rickshaw because like the wind, the roads are so empty, it's like the whole, I don't know, everything like flashing by and also somehow it's like a time when I'm also, I'm able to like say goodbye to the city because somehow it's not only, I'm not only leaving people, but I do leave a lot of people I really like, but I'm also leaving a whole city, a city yeah I'm a bit in love with and I love to portray and discover and now I know it's gonna yeah I don't know when I can come back go to my favorite places again and roam the city again discover new things again and uh, that always also somehow takes some time to shift not only from the people you love but also the places and uh, yeah somehow I feel like sometimes this podcast is also a bit portraying that uh, love story of me and Delhi and which is <laughs> Also interesting, and then again, sometimes when I'm in Zurich, I go to certain places and I feel like, oh, that would be really interesting in a podcast. But somehow, still, uh, my podcast is more about my relationship and love with Delhi. And uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, these night rickshaw rides alone, of which I don't have that many, I don't know, they are always, they are kind of good for this kind of, yeah, slowly letting that goodbye feeling sink in. And I don't know, saying good to the city in like a without saying it we're just looking out of the window of the rickshaw and yeah realizing that I'll be taking off soon then the other day a friend uh, invited me to her home that's still something I really like and it's always really special for me when I'm actually invited to someone's home especially someone I've never been and uh, this time it was in a part of Delhi I have never been to and it's a part where more affluent societies live and uh, a nice neighborhood with families and like middle and middle upper class families and like really safe and pretty and uh, she invited me and uh, her mom was also there and it's also interacting with parents is always interesting because they it takes them a while always to realize that I speak Hindi so they would first always address my friends and ask questions about me, but not me. And then my friends would always say, no, 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 but you can talk to her, which is always strange. And most of the time, the first question or let's say comment usually is, you're so thin, <laughs> like you should eat more. Like this time, which is uh, yeah, always funny. And uh, yeah, it was also interesting to meet her mother, answer the questions. And I think also in Swiss homes, when you meet parents, you have to answer a lot of questions, but somehow... It works very differently and uh, like the whole commenting and all, it's something like works very different there. But it was also interesting for me to, again, being able to observe that relationship of uh, servants, like mates and uh, the house owners. And in that case, like the mother and 
the maid have become friends because they've been yeah with each other for such a long time and yeah then I watched her chai making chai and uh, cooking like the maid and she was so I don't know she was like so skilled in what she did and they made chai and the mother was sitting on the balcony getting some winter sun and uh, they were cooking for me and I don't know I had a chance to see the place where my friend grew up and her room and all of this it's, it's always interesting when like you see that for the first time with someone you have been friends for a longer time and I still feel yeah very blessed whenever I am being invited to someone's home. Then I want to share a small anecdote about uh, that happened to me the other day. So I knew that close to where I live in Delhi, there is a Catholic and a Protestant church. And I have a friend who has told me a couple of times that he sometimes goes there for the mess. But he's not Christian. He's just interested in it. And he likes the silence and the feeling of it and all of that. And uh, so I asked him, yeah, could you take me with you once? Because somehow I wanted to see how such a church in an Indian context would look like which people are going there like just just get the feel of it and again interesting would I ever go into a church just like this in Switzerland probably not <laughs> but uh, some for some reason here I'm interested to see it so he was like okay yeah brilliant I have to go there anyway because there is like this mochi this guy who can um, repair shoes and I need some help for this anyway and I have a lot of shoes so he grabbed a huge bag <laughs> with old shoes he wanted to be to have repaired or he wanted to have uh, cleaned up and uh, we went there and then we got to that place and usually you find these shoe people um, in street corners and like on the road somewhere and yeah you always kind of recognize the places where they are with their with their tools and materials and all and then I said we, we came to that place which looked very much like these places normally look but I couldn't spot the person and then somehow under a piece of under a cover we found him like a very old guy and he was sleeping and then my friend would just like start to wake him up I was like what are you doing and he was like no no of course he will be happy that he has some business and he has some work and for me it was like what now you're waking up this old guy who is like sleeping here and also the whole waking up somehow seems something very intimate for me but the old man then woke up and he wasn't surprised at all he wasn't offended at all then he took the shoes and he said yeah he'll start doing it and he started to do it and we left and went to the church and in the church itself there were some construction some construction work was going on but uh, still we got a chance to look at all these holy pictures and holy statues and there's also a bible in the entrance in hindi which was also interesting and my friend was like you know what it's exactly on the same page where i left it when i read it like i was reading in it like the last time i came here though not many people seem to read it while we were there several people came in and uh, they stood there said some small prayer or just looked at it and closed their eyes and then they left again and I was all the other time I'm wondering like what are they praying for or did something just happen and they just came by quickly some of them had children with them and of course who are these people I'm guessing they must be from the south of India because there are a lot more Christians there but it yeah it was interesting but somehow I also couldn't exactly place it because I'm not so familiar with Catholic churches in Switzerland neither so if I would have been more familiar maybe I could have found more interesting details like how the local context influenced the whole church business or the whole church culture or whatever but um, since I wasn't so familiar with it I couldn't but uh, that I think would definitely be interesting. 
then about the topic search, like for once I'm finally starting to not be so uh, creeped out by it anymore and be more calm. I think that's a good thing. I don't know. So slowly I feel like of the three topics I have left, all of them are actually designed around very similar interests, very similar yeah, theoretical interests around many similar questions I would like to ask about people, about life that I actually would like to do research on and read literature on. So slowly I start to feel whichever of these three topics my supervisor is going to say, go and do it. I think it will be good. So I'll I'll do fine with it. And uh, like that is slowly sinking in and I'm slowly accepting it and not expecting of myself anymore just the most brilliant craziest in a way most innovative topic anymore but just do something which I find interesting and meaningful and yeah somehow I'm calming down a bit but also because I kind of start to see like how yeah the whole my real interest is getting condensed like more and more and yeah I really like that so how and right now I'm working on writing about all of the topics a bit more so I can present them to my supervisor whom do I really want to do research with like how exactly methodologically do I want to approach it? How do I want to do research? What are the main questions which interest me? What is the literature I want to read? How does the literature landscape look like about like the people who have already written about the topic? Like I'm slowly trying to formulate this more and look things up and to bring it in a shape where I can present it to my supervisor and see what he's going to say. Yeah, finally, I'm a bit more chilled. Then uh, the other day I was at the International School of Drama in Delhi because they had some festival going on and some friends called me to come there and it's very interesting. So it's a school for acting and uh, theater and movie acting especially because uh, all the famous Bollywood stars like Shah Rukh Khan, Irfan Khan and many others have been there and actually came out of this very school where they learned their acting and so many students are there right now. And there was the whole hall of fame of all the famous people who came out of these institutions. There were so many pictures of movie scenes. There were a lot of stalls going on. They sold posters of actors and singers from Bollywood, this and that. And little uh, plays were going on. It was really beautiful and really interesting to somehow see this whole institution for once. Because also still the whole Bollywood business is still something which I'm only slowly starting to understand and yeah, to, to realize because it's it's like so present in pop culture and in what people talk about, like in the news everywhere all the time. So seeing that place like really was interesting on so many levels. And in the same week, I watched a documentary on uh, Kishore Kumar, who is like one of the very famous Bollywood singers. So somehow it seems to me that in certain areas, especially like earlier, like in the 50s, 60s, there were always some actors which were like like, overly present they made so many movies like in that period basically that male actor that female actress took over most of the movies and it seems to work very similar when it comes to the singers so that uh, there are very few singers who have sung since decades they have songs most of the Bollywood songs for all these actors and it's actually very few people who are actually playback singing these movies and uh, Kishore Kumar is one of them he is probably my favorite from the ones from the 50s 60s because they say that he is mostly singing the kind of happy and a bit goofy songs while Mohammed Rafi which is the other very famous male singer mostly sings uh, the more melancholical or sad songs and uh, the same there is like a pair of sisters where the older sister always sings 
the more the very good girl songs or the religious songs, while the younger sister sings the more coquette kind of songs. And it's, yeah, it's interesting. And people even say that uh, they sing differently, especially the male actors, depending on which ca- which uh, actor they are giving their voice. Like they will sing different for uh, one of the actors and different for the other actors. So the people who are really into it, like for me, it's even already difficult if I listen to songs of that time to understand which sing of the two singers is actually singing right now, I'm still sometimes getting it wrong. While for them, they can even say some people that are, oh, this is this is that singer, but he must be singing for that actor, maybe because they know the song, but also apparently they sing a bit different depending on the actor they give their voice to. And then through all the movies with these actors, they sing that in that way different, which I also find like super interesting. And to me, it took quite some time to start and like the mu- the music. In the beginning, I couldn't really deal or like make something out of it. But by now, I really like it. And I don't know, I'm slowly getting in all of this, like watching the classic Bollywood movies from the 50s, 60s and like working my way up to the present and uh, listening to the songs. And right now that I also understand the songs more and less of the beauty of the poetic lyrics, I start to like them way more. And uh also, somehow, I feel like now that I've watched a couple of movies, for example, from the 70s, like really old movies, sometimes really weird movies with a lot of overacting, I start to realize how much movie references people actually make in their daily lives. So a lot of times they would make a joke and like everyone would chuckle a little bit about it or they would do something. And earlier, this these things just passed me by because I didn't know that these are lines from movies. But now when sometimes I catch one or the other, it starts to be really interesting and I'm starting to realize how present this is all around me and maybe how there are so many more lines which I don't catch because I don't know. And these movies, I haven't seen these movies yet, so I feel like I'm starting to decode everything that's happening around me like in a very new way. Like with every movie I watch, (laughs) somehow I start to understand more. Like in this, And it's not even only pop cultures. If it's a movie from the 70s, I think parents have watched that too the parents of my friends and it's uh yeah it's like so overly present everywhere and I think I still have no idea how present it actually is even in jokes and expressions and all of that then uh, I did something somehow it's like now that I know I'm gonna leave soon I feel like oh I have to do so many things which I always wanted to do and one of it is like a lot of my friends they have like their astrological birth charts made when they were born it's like uh, according to where you're born on which day on on which date on which uh, time and location like the planet the constellation of the planets and stars was like different and apparently according to the constellation on that particular moment like astrologers and priests and all they can predict your whole life like they can say so much about you it also depends on who you can marry or who would be auspicious to marry you like according to that birth chart Um, and that birth chart is called kundli and i've always wondered if they could do a kundli for me like to do such a birth chart also for me even if i haven't been born in in india and uh, friends were like yeah for sure and uh, i haven't gone to a like traditional very professional astrologer yet or a very real priest to do it but uh, a friend of mine had told me like so you know i have this friend who is really into astrology and he makes a living out of it and he created this computer software where you can fill in all of these days and then it i don't know it creates your birth charts basically for you and he also does these astrological constellations and all and i think he could in rather quick time at least say something 
about your life according to your uh, birth data and I was like okay you know us yeah let's do it <laughs> and uh, we he called him and he gave him all my information and a few days later I had an email and uh, it was very interesting so a little bit I was uh, disappointed because for a lot of my friends it's like uh, their birth charts say things like okay the first 10 years of your life will be very happy because they are under the influence of that and that planet but uh the next 15 years will be very difficult because uh, that and that planet's influence is doing this and that. And it was like uh, over their whole life was basically predicted. And the prediction he gave me was more a bit retrospective over my life. A lot of it about 2020. And yeah, but not this whole life overstretching thing, which I would have liked. But uh, it was interesting because... Uh, the email opened with a kind of a general description about me and my person according to my birth chart and uh, it opens with the following interesting words. Please find your brief astrological analysis and some predictions for the year 2020. Overall aspiration or purpose of dri or driving force is to help and support underprivileged, fight for the needy and poor, beat research, documentaries, books, legal options and other charity work. And uh, that I will pursue a career and this and that. And that's interesting. So it was interesting that already like research was mentioned in that brief <laughs> typology of me. There were like also other things which were quite accurate, but there were also some things which were not accurate at all. I don't know, like, for example, yeah, you don't have siblings. And I'm like, but I have a sister. <laughs> and it's also interesting the way it's written, like a lot of things extremely interpretative. Like, for example, yeah, you don't have siblings or you don't have a good contact with your siblings or your siblings live far away. So it's like very quite open to interpretation. And um, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of things were very wrong, but then there were other things which were extremely accurate. Yeah. <laughs> then it went on and analyzed like the years which have already passed, you know, like 2015 and 16 was uh, full of family problems. So there was this and there was that. In that year and some of it was really accurate but some of it again very open <laughs> and then it went to the year 2020 and now I've been reading this section after a month and a lot of it is true how my 2020 started which was also kind of yeah creepily true creepily accurate and there but there are also other things again my career is going so good and then later it says I might could be losing my job <laughs> or it says oh a lot of sickness or it can also mean a lot of travel yeah but the whole overall thing was just really interesting to get that done once and if a lot of things are wrong never mind maybe one day I'll do it like really professionally with a person but I don't know it was it was an interesting experience and it always makes you think about your life a little bit and interpret around and like what it actually does to you the interpretation it makes or the association that come when you read certain things I think even already that to analyze that is like really interesting. Then of course since I know I'm leaving soon I also there are certain things I I want to do this once more before I leave and this and this and one of it was like I wanted to go and eat uh, once more rajma chawal and rajma chawal is like a very working class food it's basically rice and beans and it's very simple but it's very tasty and you can find it in a lot of street stalls and little markets and uh, some of my friends 
get the creeps when they know that I'm eating this. Because, yeah, <laughs> uh, you could get all kinds of stomach sickness, this and that. And, uh, yeah, I went to a small market and I had excellent Rajma Chawal and my stomach completely put up to it. And, yeah, it was just really nice to be in that place again. Also reflect a little bit how on certain days, like, I'm so excited about India and I'm like, you know, everything is possible right now I want to discover so much I'm so excited I need to learn this and this and this and understand this and this and this and there are other days when I'm like so overwhelmed by everything I'm like oh this is all too much like I'll never get it and everything is so hard and uh, this and then it's interesting how these phases keep on coming and I yeah when I go out I sometimes realize in which phase I am currently And another thing I like is uh, the different seasons of the year because uh, right now we are in winter in Delhi and winter has very different characteristics in Delhi than it has in Zurich, for example. Like Very different things are being done specifically in winters. It looks very different. The climate is very different, like all of it. And uh, experiencing that after such a long time is also kind of interesting, like the whole sun business, because in winter in Delhi, it's still you, you get a lot of sun, which makes it very warm Actually, in the day, not very warm, but it's, I don't know, makes it a lot less cold. And when the sun is out and the sky is clear, like a lot of people actually sit, really sit in the sun for a longer time. And I don't know, get some sun, like some uh, vitamin D probably. But it's really like a thing to sit in the sun. And I totally love that. And I find it very interesting also to see people everywhere sitting in the sun. And at night, people would light uh, fires, especially in working class neighborhoods and sit around these fires, listen to music and discuss. Also like the smell of these fires in the air is everywhere and the way they look like burning in all these small gullies. I was somehow like that. And the whole, the thick blankets, the being inside, it's cold all the time, the things you eat. And it's, yeah, it, it's like beautiful that I was able to see that season again. In Delhi. 